I've firmly believed in screen protectors, Kevin. I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You do a little bit of internet research. Screen protectors are much, much weaker than the glass that actually is the front I, of the I phone. I don't need it to be stronger than the glass that's on the front of the phone. I just need it to take some of the impact and the scratches. It doesn't take any impact. It doesn't, no, no, no. All some it does. scratches, no, man. No, 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 it does. But you know how hard it is to scratch the surface of your phone? I mean, sand is just about the only thing that can reliably scratch the surface of the phone. Yes. I mean... You, you can take a piece of metal and drag it across the surface of the screen and it's very hard to scratch. I mean, you, you watch this on the internet. Right? Yes, but I, I, I just, I, I, did, I did screen protectors. So yeah, screen protectors are all soft. So you look at all the scratched up screen protector and you go, gosh, look how well it's protected my phone. <laughs> Meanwhile, the screen protector is made of much weaker stuff than the actual screen of the phone. Never mind. Anyway, that's a great way to jump into the 62nd episode. We like geriatric now. Yeah. <laughs> Fame and fortune await of the Overclock underscore await. ZA podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. I am joined as always by editor of Tech Magazine, uh, the most successful and largest consumer technology magazine in the country, verified by the ABC, the Audit Bureau <laughs> of Circulation. Correct. Gavin Dudley, how are you doing? Good, thank you. It's not just a made-up thing, okay? There's numbers that bear it out, <laughs> official numbers. Okay. I am Lindsay Shooters, a tech writer, former tech editor, uh, yeah, just a guy who loves technology tech and writing maven. about things. Tech maven. maven. No, I, like, I hate the word maven. You don't maven. like maven, okay. Uh, I am sharpshooters on social media, and that opinion guy on the internet, thatopinionguy.co.za is the website. Gavin, overnight, amazing things happen. So, Motorola releases a folding phone. Motorola, who, who are they again? Uh-huh, yeah, okay. The company that used to be owned by Google, it yeah. was their biggest purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they were just so great in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. great in the 90s. Even like the, great phone. the beginning of the 2000s. Everybody's had a Motorola phone. Yeah, you know? so wow. the Razer, the Razer's back, it's a folding phone. So it's, it's, it's the Razer clamshell, so you fold it kind of in half from its length so it's got a 21 by 9 screen okay it has the classic Motorola the razor chin oh, so it flips open like a yeah like a flip so phone yeah flip, flips vertically yes not not opens okay. like a book yeah like a book yeah. okay mm. and yeah that's just some interesting stuff around the hinge that they've done so it's a plastic um, OLED screen obviously they've gone down a little bit in specs it's Snapdragon 710 I think so, so, so you're ending like, up with a very long thin phone yes basically. 21 so by 9 ending up with a book size tablet size no, you, screen you're ending up with like a half a phone closed uh, in a clamshell yeah. opens to like a full-sized modern Android phone yeah interesting and it has a chin at the bottom uh, with a fingerprint sensor uh, and all the antennas and stuff are stuck into that, so it's really thin. It really mm. invokes the old the razor. Yeah, old. so the Motorola, Motorola Razor was like a, a high water mark in phone design for its day that it actually yeah. held that. that uh, I own two generations of Razor. I own mm. the V3. Yes. No, 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 me too, actually. Me and too, I yeah. own the V8. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And I love the V8. It had yeah. that mirror finish uh. and like quite a functional outside screen. Yeah. So on this phone now, the, the outside screen runs closed in the camshell you can actually use to compose your selfies okay so you can use the main camera but i'm guessing it's a fairly tiny screen probably uh, less yeah. than four inch on the front yeah yeah, yeah okay. but you can like respond to text messages yes, and it's, it's all really that just sort of for stuff. checking your incoming yes. stuff yeah so it's, it's, it's actually quite awesome i okay. I, I think I, I think i like it i think i want it very badly yes i think this is the kind of retro pool that could actually work yeah mm, and yeah. i think it looks yeah. like the future because everyone know, wants the tall screen, yeah. but it's, it's crap to like live your life with. Yeah, very interesting, you know, because if you consider all the misplaced 
nostalgia and the retro cool, people watch movies from the 90s and they see people using their phones and they, everyone's flipping open their phone. You could imagine how that could be cool, you know? Yeah, yeah and talking about uh, the early 2000s, it was around about the time when a company called CLC launched. Ooh! Um, <laughs> they've been in yes. some financial trouble lately. Yes. And now the rumors have emerged that. Well, Celsi, we, we know that Celsi put strategic parts of itself up for sale, but now it looks like, as its fortunes have not improved, it really is up for a takeover bid. Now, the most likely suitor is Telcom. Mm. Telcom's mobile business actually did very well. But you could understand why, since Telcom owns probably 80% of all the fiber in the country, mm -hmm. so it's easy for it to use that to leverage great rates for mobile. All it has to do is get you back all to the tower, and from then on, it's running on its own network, you know, which is a nominal yeah. fee. So it's easy for Telcom to arrange great prices for its mobile service, and as a result, it's done very well. And now, if it were to acquire SLC, it would get to that critical scale where it's big enough to get great deals on handsets, big enough to get great deals on international bandwidth and all these other things that you need to do when you're a big hmm. telco provider or things that you do efficiently when you're big at scale. So neither Telcom nor Celsi has actually been big enough to do things properly at scale, but together they might well be a much better competitor. Hashtag stronger together. <laughs> Is that what you say? <laughs> Just a side note, um, I, I, I had a very emotional moment uh, this week. I took my kids to go see the Springboks on parade oh, you out, did. out in the north when they, they came down uh, the Stellenbosch Arterial, which uh -huh. is kind of like between Delft and Bellar uh -huh. in, in, in the north suburbs of Cape Town. It's a very good... Dude, there were some people there, they didn't have flags, they didn't have Springbok shirts or anything. What did they do? They were waving uh, Port Jackson <laughs> bows at the Springboks. <laughs> My daughter thought it was really strange, but I, I, I welled up with tears because cool. like when I was a kid, I went to school in primary school in Elsie's River and then um, had rugby practice afterwards, after school obviously, or played games sometimes during the week. And uh, it was cheaper for me to take a taxi from Elsie's River and then the taxis would only stop at Delft and Bella at that Erika Drive turnoff. So we were standing like literally probably about 50 meters away from there. Your childhood haunt. And then yeah. I used to walk the rest of the way down to Kelsen, right. which is about like five, six kilometers. Uh -huh. And just to see like the world champion Springboks okay. hoisting the trophy up high, just oh, to, with the road completely lined like, with everybody. messianic vision of like Palm <laughs> Sunday when the Messiah <laughs> it, rides it was, into it town was and they, like they, they put like branches down in the road and they wave yeah. palm branches. It was like, just such an know, important moment. Poor Jackson and, and my favorite Springbok, Elton Yankees, was lifting the trophy down uh -oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, it was, it was just a really important moment, I think, for, for the country. Yeah, I, mean, I, I actually was feeling for these guys. I mean, it's been like, oh, it's been two weeks since they actually won the game, yeah. and they still having to ride around in the bus and wave at the crowds. And all they want to do is go home, be with their families, yeah, chill out, lie I, in the pool. I think they eat enjoyed. Some burgers, it. I think they enjoyed it know? because they had to bring that home to say, you know what, against all odds. Because yeah. I mean, this was an eighteen-month mm. project. A year and a half, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all of the other teams at the World Cup were preparing for like four years, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that yeah. Rassi came on board, first had to undo all yes, the yes. ill that had been done to the Springbok name, put respect back on the Springbok name, and then win the trophy playing a brand of rugby that was massively derided by a lot of them. Okay. Oh, we're talking about yes. rugby on the Sorry. Top podcast, <laughs> but okay. yeah, when we when we come together for a common goal, that is possible, and then to share that with the nation, I think, was very important. And 
there was just a little uh, emotional moment for me. Mm. Uh, okay. uh, moving on, Gavin. Mm. Other things, nostalgia just coming back. Uh-huh. Disney, Disney Ooh, Plus launch, not rough. coming to South Africa yeah. until 2021. A lot of people have been blaming uh, MultiChoice and DSTV uh, for this, saying that they block the deal to bring Disney Plus here because but they might like have the rights to key Disney Europe things, also have to wait until I think next year midway through next year until a lot of those Netflix and those other broadcast agreements start really? winding down yeah okay. they, they're not gonna pay millions billions of to get out of the contract yeah, okay to get out of the so Disney will just roll those okay. out so Disney is rolling out in those countries but without some of the key stuff that you uh, know they, they, they I know they're in the Netherlands apparently they launched in the Netherlands before anywhere else yes mm. yeah but the UK have to wait really? um, I think Germany really? also have to wait yeah there's a couple of places you need to wait okay obviously Disney Disney Junior and the Disney channels mm. are big money spinners yeah. for, for DSTV right now on all because it's available across the entire compact portfolio so below premium like oh the Disney TV channel yeah already yeah. Available so, in the so DSTV Disney DSTV Junior for instance yeah. is one of the best rated channels on mm. DSTV because it serves to pretty much all DSTV subscribers okay. not just right. the premium okay. premium tier yeah so so but yeah. I mean the, the general feeling I'm getting is that the Disney offering is actually going to be extremely popular when it gets to yes, wherever it's because it's like all the old, uh, yeah, old catalog I mean, you know between Star Wars and Marvel and all the Disney actual cartoons yeah, Pixar and Lion movies King as well. and Frozen and Pixar but we're forgetting a whole lot of other things like Rescue example, Rangers and Tailspin and okay. Masupalami uh, okay I'm not really in that market <laughs> more in the Star Wars market but um, there are also some other things that Disney has as well that we forget about like National Geographic for yeah. example you know things like that I mean it's just fantastic though if you look at the total offering it's spectacular yeah what, um, what I've heard and the price I mean the yeah. price is like unbeatable it's they I think they're imagining they're going to run at a loss for a while pioneer the market get people onto streaming you currently have never really thought about streaming but as soon as Disney has those offerings available I think it's a brand name people know in yeah. a way that they didn't know Netflix you know so they can pioneer the market especially in a place like South Africa open the market for all sorts of other players they can afford to run at a loss for a while remember they're not making, well, they might make new material, but this is material they've already made for the cinemas and for the TV shows yeah, and so on. Mandalorian, they're spending like $5 million per episode. Okay. <laughs> but, but I mean, most of the other stuff, you know, Frozen and National Geographic, they're making that stuff anyway. They're just finding a new way to bring that to market yeah. to a new bunch of people. So in that sense, they can afford to run very cheaply because they've already made their money yeah. or they've already got ways to make money out Apparently of it. Apparently the numbers, streaming. early numbers came in, they crossed 10 million subscribers mm. in the limited release that they've had yeah. in terms of like pretty much US only. Mm. 10, they crossed 10 million subscribers within three days. I mean, I must say, <laughs> while, while Disney on the one hand is all kind of, while they try and be squeaky clean about things, um, there's enough dark stuff there to interest a lot of yeah. adults. And um, I think they, they, the range of their offering is actually going to be very compelling. Yeah, and, and in the States you get Hulu and mm, right. ESPN Plus. And we think it's $5, right? Yeah, yeah it's $5. $5 yeah. So that is 200 No, it's $5. It's about like 80 rand. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. I know the Apple Apple TV Plus has also been rolled out in, in this country. Mm. It's, it's uh, I think it's at 89, so 90 bucks. Yeah, I mean, uh, just for, think that entire 
um, Disney catalog, new stuff being created all the time, the TV shows, all sorts of stuff, yeah. and relatively safe and clean for kids, relatively. Yeah. You know, so amazing. For once again, Rand. I've just been enjoying Showmax. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah, Showmax, okay, okay. Showmax is just winning. Yeah, it just yeah, keeps yeah. winning in my books. Been I mean, watching some of the Spider-Man cartoon stuff with my it's son. It's interesting that the streaming thing is like just a recurring theme with us on yeah. the show. I guess it's because it's the thing we do all week, and it's where the people and it's are. in the market, and it's what people need to move to. It's what yeah. people need to know about, and how people are using the internet, man. And we've had lots of interesting offerings come yeah. up, you know. So mm. yeah, yeah. The mm. Apple TV stuff, I still haven't found a compelling reason to yeah, actually yeah, watch yeah. an episode. As we've discussed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked out that for all mankind uh-huh. thing. Any good? Uh, no, I just hovered around, uh, pressing the play uh, button, uh, and just no, no, don't need no. it, don't need it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. Moving on, there, there was a, a couple of those things. Um, <sighs> Gavin, mm. <sighs> <sighs> our favorite brand. LG. Uh, yes, yes. As a take a lot tech treasure this week, <laughs> I, 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 I did the hard work for us, Gavin. Oh, th- please, thank I you. I opened up the take a lot app to look for something else. Yesterday, right. I actually, actually um, recommended a Google Home mm. Mac, uh, okay. Google Home Hub, okay. to somebody who was looking for to buy a husband mm-hmm. a Christmas gift, asking be, asking whether she should get an Amazon Alexa uh. or like a Google one, okay. and I was like, just right. get to Google Home Hub. Yes, yes, quite. <laughs> okay, and. Um, so and and then point. then I found one of my recommended devices was an LG G8s ThinQ, the very phone that this is being recorded. Yes, okay. Um, is down to ten and a half thousand rand now, cash. Okay, but it's now four months old. Yeah, yes. Mm, okay. Yeah, just but about. I think it's, it's just a great phone. The fact that it's four months old is like irrelevant. You yeah, it's a great bloody phone. Yeah, it's one of the best Android phones of the year, and it's for a very very cheap price. I mean, there are those who feel we are a bit biased towards LG, but I mean, we've tried to explain at length our reasons for why we back LG as a brand. We've tried to explain it. You know? Yeah, because they always like first to market with, with almost everything. Yeah, and they're an underdog who has to work much harder for the kind of recognition that Samsung just gets automatically yeah. through its marketing spend, or Apple for that matter. Just through marketing spend, these brands get so much you know, profile. LG has to work so much harder at the product level for excellence. Yeah. yeah. And then there was actually a story I was writing for you, which is how to monitor or manage your kids' um, digital devices. Yes, yes. Uh, and on that, I stumbled on the fact that Google launched its Family Link app. So mm. you download oh. Family Link onto like your your device, so it's iOS or Android, and then you can download the Family Link. There's like a kid's version of it mm. to the device you want to control. Yeah. Then you just link your two Google accounts and then you have like granular control. As long as the, mm. the, the, the person is signed into like Chrome, for instance, yeah. you can set which websites can be visited. So, so what is things. it called again? It's called it's Google Family Link. Okay. Yeah. So is this, this guy, I haven't read your story yet. It's covered in the story? Uh, no. Yes, it is covered okay. in the story, mm. uh, just briefly. It was just an interesting thing, because my daughter's eight years old now, mm. so she's reached that level where like Samsung's kids mode is not really appropriate for anymore. Mm-hmm. And we want to start like transitioning her yeah, to more yeah, yeah. like power user sort of, yeah, stuff, more sophisticated yeah. mm. sort of use cases. So to the actual tablet's interface. Mm. Um, and this is a great way to kind of monitor and control that, that okay. whole situation. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I look forward to reading what the alternatives are yeah. to that. And on the whole, I find when Google produce these kind of things, they're seldom the best product, yeah. but they always 70% of the way there, and yeah. it's easiest to acquire, and it's free, and it integrates with everything. 
So even if it doesn't have all the features of the others, it's usually the easiest to deploy. So yeah. that's why they end up winning on those things. Yeah, it's so, just a, mm. a, a, a nice little how-to if you if you in that sort of mode. If your kid has an Android tablet or an Android phone, mm. for instance, it's just a good way to keep tabs on it and yeah, okay. allow them some sort of autonomy over yeah. their devices. Maybe yeah. maybe in our next recording we'll look more closely at the other products you looked at, including we'll look at the Apple alternatives. You yeah. say they've got great features. I don't want you to get into it now. We'll cover it next week because obviously that will affect a lot of people yeah. too. So we look at two other alternatives next week for how you can manage your family screen time. Yeah. Cool. All yeah. right. That'll be our how to for next week. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I want to talk about products. Go for it. Product. Go so, for it. Uh, two weeks ago, I mentioned a new hi-fi brand called One More. That's the number yes. one and the word more. So, you know, it's always difficult to get a whole brand new product onto shelves in South Africa. But a company called Syntec is bringing in a headphone range called One More. And I've reviewed quite a couple of their products. And one of them has really stood out for me. Um, not even for the reasons that it was being marketed to me. It was being marketed to me as a gaming headset. But actually, I was comparing it with a high-end audio headset of the same brand, the One More high-end audio headset yeah. thing. And I actually preferred the sound of this alleged gaming uh, headset. So, these headsets are the new Bluetooth buds with the little strap that runs behind your neck. So, yeah. the one bud is connected to the other bud by a cable which runs behind your neck. So. Um, the cables were irritating when this was done with a cable only. Now it's done with a sort of a plastic collar system, so the collar actually hooks around yeah. your neck. The neck actually, Yes, can be made very comfortable. So um, my winner in the One More range is called, and it's a bit of a mouthful, it's called the One More E102BT Spearhead oh, gaming wow. headset. Um, it's designed for gaming, so the buds actually light up. Uh, red, uh, only light up in red, and you can through the app change whether you want pulsing red or glowing red or switch it off or whatever. That's just annoying. Who the hell does yes. that? But the sound quality was fantastic, and I think the point of the gaming angle is that they're extremely light because gamers are going to wear their thing for a really, really long time. Mm. I don't know what kind of gamer wears buds at his PC, so I think maybe they mean mobile gamers. Quite possibly. Maybe that, that would be the But thing. then, like, the Bluetooth latency would just be terrible. Well, no, because they've got a couple of tricks that they use to improve that as well. So they claim extremely low latency. I don't play demanding enough games to be able to substantiate that. But gaming or not gaming, as a, a pure music headset, this is now shot into my top five listing. It's not okay. the cheapest, but I still think it punches above its price. What's the price? Which is 1,200 Rand. Okay, that's It has too. drivers made of titanium and graphene. These are two of my favorite substances in the whole world, and this is what they use to make the drivers. Find out about graphene, it's amazing stuff. Anyway, uh, this is my product win, maybe maybe for the year. It's been yeah. such an impressive... Did you watch YouTube videos with it? Uh, no, I didn't. It's one of the things... That's I how do. I usually try to... I'll try to test out like how good the, uh -huh. the latency is. Oh, I see. Because sometimes right. it will start well, okay, but if you like then, skip to another video yes. and you then multitask, and okay, then you come back struggles. to the video and then uh, like you just see where the syncing happens again. A bit. Okay, yeah. interesting. I, I a test I never thought about doing. But now it compares with the one more E one hundred and one BT triple drivers. Yeah. The triple driver headset, that means it's got three little speakers inside the bud, two of which are balanced armature drivers. We won't go into detail about what that means. Very superior technology in my yeah. opinion. I mean, the triple driver you say? Yes, triple driver, two of which are balanced armature drivers. So these are the audiophile headphones. So they're built 
to a much higher standard. Yeah. And actually, the whole look and feel of it is quite substantially different. But those are 2,300 Rand. And for my money, they were sound equitable with uh, one more E102 spearhead uh, headset that I was listening to. So look out for the E102 spearhead. So for they one kind more. of those on my par best. with the likes of the, like a, the Beats X, which is their neckbud. Okay, and I mean, then yeah. like the LG tone sort of stuff, possibly, or even one or two Samsungs. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't make that. Yeah, the Samsung U level U Flex, for example. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really like the color arrangement. It's also they were very light, which is great. The controls doesn't have the magnet thing to, where the two where they clip in. No, yeah. no, it doesn't. I do like the magnet thing where the buds actually clip into the ends of no, the No, but I'm talking the about collar. the buds, do they clip, clip together? To, no, together. No, 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 no. Oh, when hanging around your neck. No, some do that, some don't. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, just for pure sound quality, for ease of use, for comfort, uh, I really like the E102. So they go into like a standby more. mode if they're just hanging around your neck? Um, I didn't check that either. I mean, I think that mine normally <laughs> shut off. I think it's uh, five minutes. They normally all shut off after five okay. minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To save your battery okay so that's that's my product pick for the week you would have to buy them at this time directly from the distributor which is syntec spelt exactly like it sounds oh not quite s-y-n-t-e-c i'm not sure if there's an h on the end i can't remember so if you go to syntec i think you will have the opportunity to purchase there or find out who's actually stocking them all right cool um yeah gavin there's been a lot of chatter on on the socials uh mm. one of my favorite Content creators, one Carlos Bagnell, mm, some gadget guy. Uh, he's 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 a really he's a good YouTuber. Um, he makes really good product videos. Like he does a lot of deep dive in camera testing, and he's an, also an audiophile. Mm. So he does like really 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 in depth tests on headphones and stuff. And he made a video where he was saying that neck buds are infinitely better than the new in-ear completely wireless sort of earbuds oh yeah because there's yeah. more space to put batteries and there's yeah. better space to put in like triple yeah. drivers or that sort of thing and he just didn't want to be argued against and yeah. i was like uh dude <laughs> have you ever tried going doing crossfit in neck buds uh -huh. ever tried okay. putting a bar on your back all right when okay. there's something right. there <laughs> like there's a couple of use cases where having no wires at all really really, really makes sense yeah. yeah so you by now you will have seen these earbuds where you put one in the left ear and one in the right yeah. ear and they connect to each other with bluetooth and then to your phone by bluetooth as well you've probably seen this by now most people are familiar with apple's AirPods, yeah, AirPods, and then there's the Samsung Galaxy Buds, Samsung Galaxy Buds, but Skull Candy also put. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's easily over a dozen yeah. of these, well over a dozen of these in the market now, all variable quality. My preferred brand of headphone always is Sennheiser. Unfortunately, Sennheiser's true wireless buds have been amongst the worst I've used. Really? They're huge and ugly, yeah. But they, the sound quality must be yeah, amazing. Yeah, sound quality, great. But exactly, that's and, what they're there for. Yeah, but because they're so big, you're constantly fighting against gravity trying to pull them out of your ears. And if you drop one of your Sennheiser buds, that's like seven grand, you know, boom, so not funny. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, you know, my, one of my top products ever are the Astrum true wireless buds which are called the ET300s and those are 750 Rand. Yeah. Incredibly high, they sound great. So, and then the, the Sony, they have noise cancelling. It's the, uh, I think uh, it's the 1000. WX, WHX. Uh, yeah, WHX, yeah, I think so. 1000, one of those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those, so, those, are, those are amazing. Um, that they're also like quite big. They're not meant for like running and stuff. They're yeah. meant for more like commuting. Audio file. Okay, and, yeah, okay, audio file thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of benefits to, to both so, things. I fall in the, I, I, I've been, testing like for me wireless bluetooth buds are the pinnacle because mm -hmm. i've been using okay. these things since like all the you way back extra 
Uh, no. No. It's completely Even wireless. Solo yeah. Pads, yeah. I think those are the pinnacle. <laughs> Obviously, you run into problems with like the microphone quality, mm -hmm. the core quality on the Galaxy Samsung Galaxy Buds are right. not great. Oh yeah. Just literally because the microphone is quite mm. far away from your mouth. Yeah. It's yeah also I, mean, I, I really love other things about the <laughs> Galaxy Buds. The fit for me is fantastic. Yeah. The battery life is great. The little case they come. So all that's great. when I take conference calls mm. at home or something, then I always tend to use the the neck buds. The, yeah. the the level U flex mm -hmm. uh, Samsung ones just because the microphone is then in a place where it's actually yeah so, so it ends up at the end of the yoke that's around your neck which is much closer to your voice yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool um yeah that's about me I've got a video coming up this week on that opinion guy on YouTube that is about how to cure how to save the South Africa from the water crisis we're currently facing mm. um, I've done four years plus of research on these sorts of stories so I think I'm in a good place <laughs> to kind of put forth an argument. Um, obviously there's other product reviews coming up. There's my iPad mini review using that on my primary computer. Um, that, that That's going to be quite cool. Uh, yeah, the iPad mini 5, which is, it's like kind of the best bang for buck you can yeah, get. So your there. review is using it as your main device. Yeah, so it comes with the <laughs> lightning to HDMI dock. I mean, not dark dongle, mm. so plugging that into a screen, mm. and I'm going to be going about two weeks just on that and nothing else. So it's right. good for note taking because mm. it uses Apple Pencil now. It's Are like, you using the same keyboard you were using with your full size iPad? Uh, I'll be using a smaller keyboard, the, the, okay, the smaller that, one that, that oh, you've seen. You, okay. Yeah. Mm. Work with. Yeah. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty interesting. Yes, I'd be interested to hear your results because we we're running a big feature in the magazine, the current issue of the magazine that I've just put to bed, all about how you can adapt yourself to the new tablet work style. Lindsay contributed quite a bit to yeah. that story too. Um, the most exciting thing at the moment for me is the techno quiz. This is the annual quiz we do where you can find out just what your geek IQ really is. You might think you're the smartest geek out of all your mates and so on, but you can find this out. Our test is not designed to make you fail. It's designed with questions that are just on the tip of your tongue. Could it be Bill Gates or could it be Jeff, uh, Jeff Bezos? Oh, we're not sure. But the idea is that you will learn from finding out the answers to all this. Obviously, we publish the answers right alongside the questions. The idea is not to trick you. If you take the quiz on our website without the answers provided, you could win the new Google Home Hub, which is a product we discussed last yes. week, I believe, which in my mind is probably the premium home smart assistant yeah. thing at the moment. So you could win one of those if you take the quiz on our website, but that's only coming up in the next two weeks or so. Look out for that. Cool. Gavin, it's been a pleasure. Quite right. Cheers. Bye.